Think about this. Our brains change. Memory is an amazing. What you think is in our there brains is aren't really finished. They're not fully cooked yet. You go with your heart. You we don't have any idea why yeah, we're, we're doing so smart. most of the things that we're doing. But here's the deal. We would rate that, that as brains on fire. Brains on fire. <laughs> I'm Rebecca McEnroy. I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke. And this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, the psychology of nostalgia. Last month, you may have heard this promo for All Things Considered. From Star Wars to Stranger Things to even Jumanji, we wonder why so many TV series and movies are catering to Gen X nostalgia right now. Because the people who were in their teens and 20s and the 90s are now running studios and running networks. And the strongest nostalgia you feel is for the stuff that you chose. I'm Kelly McEvers. More on that story and the latest political news this afternoon on All Things Considered from NPR News. Hmm, is he right about that? Do we feel the greatest sense of nostalgia from things that we choose? Uh, no. Nostalgia has to do with the stuff that's in memory that's that's from an earlier time in your life. Now, there's lots of ways to get stuff into your memory, and only a vanishingly small number of them required you to have explicitly chosen one thing over another. For example, in the summer of 1983, I worked fixing video games in a workshop with a soldering iron and all this stuff and the radio playing in the background on a station I decidedly did not choose. And consequently, I heard 1999 by Prince and the Revolution and Every Breath You Take by the Police more times than any human being should ever be forced to listen to any song. And yet, <laughs> when I now hear those songs playing, I get a little pang. See? Yeah. No choice but nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia actually means like piecing back together? Or is that... Well, we nostalgia, is, nostalgia is, is, is things feel better in the past than they did when you were going through them. Which is quite interesting because the etymology of nostalgia, it's from the Greek, nostos, meaning return home, and... Algos meaning pain. Ooh. So isn't that yeah. curious? Returning to the pain of home. <laughs> but but the reason that pain is in there is not because the past is painful, but because there is a bittersweet longing longing in the recollection yeah. that that the past was a a better time, a a more innocent time, an easier time than the present. And so that's actually, in some ways, where that, that pain, pain comes partner, in. Yeah. But it, it is, in fact, for many people, uh, that recollection of innocence and safety, which reflects a lot of stuff you didn't choose to do. Right. And, and you know, we, we've said on, on previous shows that all of our recollections of the past are reconstructions of bits and gists. And much of that, is, the fidelity of that is highly questionable in many ways. Yeah. And a lot of how we interpret things that have happened to us in the past and things we've experienced in the past uh, is influenced just by the way we see the world, right? If we generally see the world in positive view, we tend to remember more positive aspects of what we experience. And if we're, we're sort of in a, in, a, in a frame of mind where we remember things that are negative and we're resentful, we're t we tend to remember more of those things. So the idea that Art was just talking about is thinking back to our past 
there are lots of kinds of things that we could be recalling. So why do we remember the ones that think, boy, I remember when that song was playing, you know, I was had this lovely time with this lovely person, you know. I mean, that stuff comes up because we tend to remember that rather than all the things that were that were more miserable about the yeah. math test that we failed or well, whatever. And and one of the reasons why the past is then feels positive to us particularly when we get memories that that reach back to uh, childhood and adolescence is that as emotionally fraught as adolescence can be while you're going through it if you get through it successfully there's a certain safety in thinking back to things that you went through that you survived because now you know the outcome you know how all these things fit in your life story and for many people there were, they have fewer responsibilities in that period of their life. They have to go to school, but a lot of other things are taken care of for them. And so it's nice to think back to a time when you didn't have bills or car payments. or And there was always toilet paper on the roll. On the roll. Oh, always. And yeah, you didn't grow up in the former by, Soviet Social Republic. By magic. <laughs> so we look back on, 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 on these these things with with some amount of nostalgia nostalgia <laughs> the things that happen to us that are lovely in the past especially when we're young and we lack perspective are often gloriously lovely mm. and as you just pointed out the things that happen to us are bad the actual magnitude of those things is much less than we perceive them at the time right so what growing old does it attenuates the intensity of the negative things that happen because now we have perspective without it all diminishing the loveliness yeah. <laughs> and the intensity of the of the of the wondrous things that happen yeah. to us that In we fact, view as positive. Right. Most of the negative things just become really good stories. Right. Later. Exactly. Right. I think he was he was trying to refer to this thing which comes with fan culture, which is like the way in which you're constantly trying to find things and you're constantly trying to interact with these things that you that you like like so star wars and stuff like that and all these like comic books you know that people find yeah. nostalgic i think that maybe what he's saying was like you choose it whereas you know you choose what you like and you feel like you have some agency in kind of creating your sense of self because you get to pick what you like and what you but don't i don't like. think it's the agency uh, yeah, I, no. again i think the operative piece it, it it in other words because you get the same feeling from both the things you did choose and the ones you didn't it's the the, the agency component to that the fact that you felt like you chose something plays no operative role yeah uh, yeah, certainly there are, you know, as you get as you get to be in middle school or high school, you, you do have the opportunity to choose this movie rather than that one. Um, but but again, if you were forced, you know, when, you, when you're in environments that you had very little control over, you still end up with that same feeling in the long run, which is not to say that the choices that you make have no impact on your future. They do. They help to shape who you are. They help to, to create the narrative that you tell about your own life. But they don't have anything to do with nostalgia. <laughs> Next week, it's The Presenter's Paradox with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. David Alvarez is our engineer, and I'm Rebecca McEnroy. I produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas. <laughs>